0: Let's go. The biggest interview yet. Tristan Big T Werf, Super Bowl champion. What more can I say about this cat besides the name? You already know about the person I'm talking about. He is a record-breaking role model, best athlete, biggest heart, the Iowa Hawk, and the most person to have around. I've had the pleasure to run behind this guy in high school, who is now blocking for Tom the Goat Brady. We could go on and on about how you cannot miss him in a crowd and talk about all his new stories, talk about the records, talk about the representative of who he is in the MV community. All I can say about this man is the dream achiever. Being the best and the result is as shown. He is living his dream. Ladies and gentlemen, Tristan Wirfs.
1: How's it going? What's Um, going on, man? Welcome to the show, Tristan. I cannot believe that we have you on here.
0: Congratulations to yourself, man.
1: But Welcome.
0: Thank you. All righty, T. We're gonna address the elephant in the room, dude. Super Bowl champion. This ain't no Madden. This ain't no nothing like that. Like, how does it feel? Like, still, can you like believe it?
1: As a rookie, nonetheless.
2: Yeah, it's honestly kind of crazy. Um, cause we haven't got our rings yet. So I think I think once we get those, it'll be you know feel pretty real. I mean, just that whole. I mean, pretty much the whole season for me, you know, was was insane. But just ending it like that, you know, it's. Just insane. I remember. I remember. Um, you know. I mean, four was thirty-one-nine. We had a couple minutes left, and everyone was kind of like hugging and celebrating on the sidelines. And then, uh, like the clock hit double zero, and like I didn't really know how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> and and then the confetti went off, and that's when it all hits you because you know you watch the Super Bowl every year, you see the confetti on TV, and then just being a part of it, like seeing it all come down, was just an, an insane insane experience.
0: I mean, you're totally hitting everything, like, when that confetti actually goes off, like, you're kind of like Ricky Bobby, what do I do with my hands, like, this, oh, amazing.
2: Exactly.
0: But, yeah, I mean, how was that NFL season, like, like, I mean, going through the day-to-day kind of stuff, or just, like, the practices, kind of give us a little bit of a lowdown of, like, the NFL experience, I guess.
2: Yeah, so... I, I don't know if I really got to I mean it being a covid year and everything like that that was weird so like that Yeah
1: exactly <laughs>
2: you know, that be it'd be my first year like that was my normal I mean I I would assume we'd go to you know we'd go to work in the morning and then and then leave just like if it was a regular year but we didn't really get to go like explore Tampa or really you know I didn't get to do much of that they didn't want us going anywhere just so we didn't you know bring covid back into the building but um mm-hmm. uh, I mean practices for me like they felt very similar to what they were at Iowa, like you know hard like hard like- you're grinding through practice and everything like um so so that was nice um but it's just like you know some days you go there, you have lifting, have a team meeting, then position meetings, practice lunch, meetings in the afternoon, and then you know then you're out of there, but the The actual practice itself was was a lot like what I had in college, so so
1: I, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, and that's intriguing to me because to be honest, I feel like I mean I, it's not like I've interviewed many NFL players myself, but at the same time, like going through and reading up on other interviews and seeing stuff on uh, TV shows, other radio podcasts, whatever it else. Some some people come out and they say that their college experience is entirely different from what they had in, in the NFL. And sometimes they say it's it was it was harder for them in college even. <laughs> I, I don't I, know if that's something that you hear or uh, something yeah. that you feel.
2: Yes. I think it varies from team to team. Like, you know, we got kind of an old school head coach, you know, he's a lot like KF or coach Coach Ferentz. Um Yeah. So I think that that plays into it. Why ours were like kind of like old school, like hard practices. But I, I I think it does vary from place to place. Like you could have you know easier practices. You could have you know. It, it, I
0: think it, I think it really just don't depends on where you're at. Okay, true. How is that uh, NFL weight room? Is it as electric as Iowa was, or how is it kind of <laughs> the vibe in the weight room? Like that's something you never get to know about. Like yeah, really research. It's it's different. Um,
2: you don't have those. Intense max out days where everyone's surrounding you, hyping you up. You don't have.
1: Oh you know, no, we don't get to see that anymore.
2: No, oh, you don't. On, have, um, and that was a big change for me because I mean, just for you know the guys that go through the Iowa program, like know how intense you know the the entire strength conditioning program is. Um, so that was different, but um, it's especially for like the older veterans. I mean, they're they're all about like just maintaining their bodies. You know, they're not they're not squatting heavy, you know, none of that. But like as a rookie, like I still got I still got to squat heavy and everything. Um but yeah the vets they they weren't about that. They're they're like <laughs> uh, They look at the strength coaches, they're like, you're crazy if you think I'm squatting. And the and the strength coaches know too. They're like, you know, if somebody's in year eight they're like you don't have you don't have to squat
0: Oh that's oh, yeah. so cool. But you know it does kind of stink. <laughs> I remember in high school we were hyping each other up, just yelling, and screaming but it NFL like it totally makes sense. Like dudes who are thirty, thirty two like all right, I'm not doing that. Like I yeah. gotta preserve the body here.
2: That's a big thing too. Just like me being I, I was twenty one for majority of the season and you know, I'm playing with these guys that are, you know, in their thirties and everything and then Tom who's twenty two years older than me, twenty one years.
1: <laughs> yeah, double us, man.
2: It's crazy. Just some of these guys, you know, it's it's weird, you know. They're talking about like, oh, I got to go put my kids to bed. Got to do, go do this, do this for the family. And I'm like, I'll probably go home and, you know, play some video games. But it's just nah. it's totally different. And that's just that's just the way it goes. But it's just cool, you know, that I got to build relationships with all those guys and and um, just be, you know, be, be
1: part of, you know, the team with them. And now, even with that age gap, because like I know that's something that I'm even used to with my older brother. Like my oldest brother was six years older than me, and even that, like you can't relate on certain levels on certain things. Yeah. But with him, with these guys, I mean, like you said, like Tom Brady's double your age in a way. But how how well did the veterans themselves like? Did they accept you, embrace you, and how easy was that transition? Did they help with all that? Yes,
2: they did. And I thought um, coming into it, I was a little nervous about that, but. You know, at the same time, I still had to do some like rookie, you know, some of the rookie like duties, you know, but at the same time, they all really took me in and, and kind of helped me because I think they're, you know, they were just helping me get, get ready to play. They're like, oh, this guy's going to help us or, you know,
0: he's going to try to help
2: us at least. And uh, so, so they really kind of took me under their wing and, and got me ready to, ready to play week one. Um, and, you know, I appreciate that so much, but uh, yeah, I still had to do some, some rookie stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, and that's just like so crazy to hear, like, you know, all the you know, you gotta do some of that rookie stuff, but they really helped you out to, you know, you start week one. But now I just saw the latest ranking. You're ranked eighty second or somewhere in like, you know, in the top one hundred NFL players now, like not being drafted, not rookie, like now you're getting up there too. So like that's just so amazing. I wanna say, like, shout out to you. It's awesome to seeing your name and whatnot, you know, through all those things through rankings, what other people say about you. Yeah, definitely it's, it's kind of cool to see all that stuff but you know especially going into year
2: two like you never want to I've, I've had a couple a couple coaches tell me you know, a sophomore slump oh yeah you know and and so that, something that always sticks with me is some coach parents he always said it he said the hay is never in the barn um so i try and always have that you know mentality
0: that you know you never you never made it you know oh yeah you got that others dude who are you know just trying as much as hard they're trying to get better just like you are in having that mentality going into it is going to be so crucial. And, you know, speaking of that, what is kind of like your mantra in life or throughout your career or your biggest influence? What's something that's really pre- uh, prevailed you to become the person who you are today?
2: Oh, geez. Um, oh, boy. He got deep loaded, Loaded, loaded.
0: <laughs> um,
2: well, I guess kind of going back to high school almost, it's like my mom always, you know, she, she never like – uh, like push me, so you know. I mean, okay. So she pushed me, but not like you know. It's not like I'd come home from a game and she'd be like, "Oh, you could have done this, but you could have done that." Like she, she always told me, she was like, "You know, just go, you know, go out there and have fun." Like I'd come home from a game and she'd be like, "Oh, you did so good, regardless of how 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 well I did or or how well I didn't do." She always just supported me, and um I think just kind of go out there and have fun has been my biggest thing, Um and that's that's taken me to a lot of places because you know if you're having fun, you're gonna want to you know be good at what you do. Like you're not going to, if you're not, if you're not uh, that good at something, I I don't think you're going to be having very much fun. So I think they kind of go hand in hand, but kind of just go out there and, and, and have fun. You know, I I just try and do what I know how to do and, and make the best of it.
1: And now I know that you obviously want to have fun. And that was the biggest thing for a lot of us playing sports growing up and into college and whatever else. But Exactly. Do, you, do you take that and you apply it to – I mean, obviously you have strengths in setting goals and whatnot, but do you take – having fun may be a goal, but do you have other goals maybe coming into this next season that are more specific for yourself? Um, I mean, we're a big Speaking Into Existence podcast, man, right. so I'm just trying to help you out. I'm just trying to help you
2: out. 100%. Um, So Mickey knows this. Like, I used to, like, write – I was a big goal setter for, like, track. Like, I'd write, like – Oh, yeah. A throw – on a sticky note and I put it on my mirror and I didn't do any of that last year just because we, you know, there was a whole uncertainty of if we were going to have a season, any of that, like my main goal last year was just to, you know, come in and, and try and make as big of an impact as I can, you know, on the team, like do the best I can. Okay. And this year, you know, um, I, it was kind of, I just thought about the, this off season. I was in the Iowa weight room training and um, I seen all the, all the jerseys up on the wall, that guys send back after they made the pro bowl and I was like, I would love to have my jersey up on that wall. So I think making the Pro Bowl would be, you know, a, a goal that I'd, I'm gonna, I'll i probably write on a sticky note this year. Um, you know, and I think definitely, you know, get back to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, will be on there. Because that's, you know, that's, you
1: know, the, we made it to the pinnacle. Oh, of course, yes. I mean, you can – you want to repeat, right? I mean, you got a coach out there saying it even at the boat parade celebration. You guys got to go for it, man.
2: Exactly. So okay. – <laughs> But I'll definitely have to do some more thinking on, you know, and, and get my goals down on my on my mirror and, and kind of go from there. But um, I hey definitely... man,
1: we'll take Super Bowl, Super Bowl champ and we'll take all pro uh, all pro. <laughs> tackle right. at, at, uh, what one two years in? Here we go. We'll take that, man. We'll hope so.
0: And I mean, it's going to be easier for you. I can already be guessing. Like, you already know how the ropes and how practice are going to go. So, it's not a lot of that guessing game. Like you said, like, are we even going to have a season last year? And then this year, you can actually be like, okay, I know what I need to do. I know how it's going to be accomplished. It's not just guessing here and there. So, that's going to be really cool. But, uh, you know, kind of, you know, Yank did bring up the parade. How awesome or scary was it when the Lombardi – uh trophy <laughs> was thrown boat to boat. Like, were you near that? I didn't.
2: uh No, I never. So, like, the O line was. We were on our like our own boat, and it. I mean, unless I didn't see it, it never made its way over to our, to our boat. I just. I saw. All oh. that. I saw all that the next day. On um, I saw all that the next day on like social media because like, I got a bunch of my buddies texting me, and they're like, "Oh, like, did you see Tom do this? Tom do that?" I'm like what are you guys talking about? Then I, look, like, I go on Twitter and like, I see they're tossing a the trophy and everything. And I was like,
0: yeah, I was like, that never made it over our way. <laughs> well, I know you would have caught it. Definitely. But, uh, you know, I got hands. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Come on now. Alrighty, T. So, I mean, it's so cool just to digest the NFL process season career. You know what it's been talking about your coaches, whatnot and how, you know, old school they are. But uh you know, we're gonna take it back here with this next question, like growing up in a small town, being the biggest person uh, uh around town, and uh how has that affected you, or how maybe you know loving you know is it to come back to the Mount Vernon community, but how has that affected you throughout like your life?
2: You know I think I think it's affected me in a lot of ways. like I feel like you know the town of Mount Vernon is very like tight-knit. I feel like, but I mean, you might feel the same way. Like growing up, like when we were kids, like we were just like the little pool rats, kind of like, like <laughs> in trouble and everything. Like when we were little little kids, and 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 that's what for, I think. For like two years, I kind of felt this way. Is like I didn't know, like, well, I don't even know how to say because like nobody like really ca- like cared who I was like when I was a, when I was little. I mean, they did, like they did, but then you know, I go to I, you know, it, it's. Pool. Like to see the support and everything. Like nobody really knew who I was when I was little. Like I was at the, po- I was just a kid at the pool, or the big kid at the pool every single day, you know. And then growing up, like the support that people showed, like me and my mom and my sister, you know. And then now coming back, it's just, it's just insane. Like I was talking with Jamie Hampton about, you know, he's he's a the mayor of Mount Vernon. He oh said, yeah, he said mayor. he's had people email him saying they want to name like a street after me and everything. I was like, that's just insane. Wow you know, that, that, you know, people will be willing to do that. And it's just, it's insane. I can't like, you know, I love coming back. I love coming back to my No,
1: Now I do have to ask because I am the Florida native and over here in Daytona beach currently, but like, how does it compare, man, being in the sunshine state? I know you said you were a little limited with COVID and everything this past year, but how do you like it so far?
2: I like it a lot down there. I mean, I had an apartment, you know, I was down there from June till December in my apartment and then I got a house and okay. It, and, um, I was right off Dale Mabry where my apartment was. Um, and I liked there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff down there. It, it was awesome. And then my, my house is about 30 minutes North. Um, you know, I kind of wanted, to, you know, I, I kind of got out and, and wanted to get some space and everything. And it's super quiet out there, which I love. Um, I got to, you know, I, I get where I'm, where I'm at. I can see the stars at night, and so that's really cool. Yeah, perfect, man. But I like it a lot down there. Just the, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the heat. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll adjust. Just like, just like I had to adjust the Cornell's uh, cold for four years, man. Like
0: you'll adjust. I promise. Yep. <laughs> no, yeah, T. You know, it's just so cool what you're talking about. You know, the transition to Florida to Iowa, and you know, walking around my barn, you can see a good old Tristan works Buccaneers and how Iowa now has just turned into a Tampa Bay, like state, like you're either Bucks fan or (laughs) all the way around. And, you know, I think the state of Iowa just truly does believe in you because of how much you give back, even with the Iowa uh, Iowa children's hospital. Like, what does that mean to you? I know you're very passionate about it. And that was your, you know, my cause, my cleats. And that hits deeply with me and my heart. But like, what does it mean to you? You know, I remember in college, we used to go up there
2: <clears throat> sorry, we used to go <laughs> up to the hospital and just kind of, you know, they'd tell us, Oh, like this family's up there, this is what's going on. And, and, you know, we could all sign up for like time slots and we'd go up there for 15, 20 minutes, you know, and just hang out with family and, and, you know, and the the kid. And it w- it was just crazy because as as football players and I think all athletes, you know, we always have this like half to mentality, like, Oh, we, we have to go out to practice. We got to do this, got to do that. When, You know, it's our choice. You know, we get to do all that, you know. Um, And then going up, hanging out with those like those kids, like sometimes you go up there and they're smiling, you know, they're laughing. And then the parents will be like, oh, I haven't seen them smile in however many days because, you know, they're up there getting poked and prodded with needles, going through, you know, chemotherapy, going through surgeries. And we're out here, you know, playing a game for a living. So it really puts it it puts things in this perspective. And uh, that really kind of stuck with me. And um, yeah, I got to do the the my cause my cleats. I got to um um for the combine last year. I kind of to just to raise some money. Yeah. I like I did it's it was for my vertical like my vertical jump. I was like I was like I, I know I'm gonna do pretty good. You know I want I want to try and you know raise as much money as I can, and so people could donate like a flat amount, or they could like donate a dollar amount per inch that I jumped.
0: <laughs> you had to jump out of the roof
2: yeah and then i ended up breaking the record and it was just yes, it was awesome it was it was so so cool
1: oh that's awesome man. now with that i did i wasn't able to see if you had one already but is there some plans for you down the uh down the road where you would do like your own foundation or and your in some other way to help out rather than just in children's hospital i'm assuming you would but yeah
2: yes yeah, so that's kind of i'm actually me and my mom are going to meet with somebody tomorrow actually to oh hey <laughs> talk about that um but like it honestly it there's a lot that goes into it like just to, to starting a foundation so it, it uh, i'm sure man. it might not that's be awesome man. and then it might be you know like a year or two down the road when that you know when that gets all started because there's a lot more than i thought that went that goes into it but um yeah that's definitely definitely in the works
1: Oh, that's awesome, man. Incredible. Incredible to see what you're able to do for the community, man. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.
0: Yeah, and, you know, just talking about it, like, my little sister, she has, you know, those cleats as big as her head, almost big as my head, and uh, she is one of your biggest fans, and I text you all the time, and I get a hold of you, like, thank you, thank you, and You know, can't thank you enough for the the visits you give them. Like, I always go home. My mom's like, oh, yeah, Tristan visited. I'm like, oh, cool. I've got to see my friend in forever. But uh, (laughs) it's truly awesome just, you know, what that town means to you. And I know I wanted to, you know, touch on it a little bit there. Because, you know, small town life now to, you know, the big leagues, it's kind of awesome. But uh, now going into it, um, just kind of like maybe going back into the NFL now uh who are some of the best players or maybe in college too that you've played with that you've got to be around what are you know some of your favorites i guess i could say
2: oh my goodness <laughs> that, that list might be long i
0: know you don't have to say all of them are just some of the ones that really uh, hit your mind first
2: well you know i gotta say you know my, my getting to play with kyler shot and Coy kirk Patrick, you know those are my two Oh guys. yeah getting to play you know getting to come up come out of the tunnel with them was it was incredible um you know Nate Stanley was my quarterback all through college, you know. I love him. Um, I mean, obviously, playing with Tom Brady is pretty cool, <laughs> you know. I mean,
1: just just that reaction on draft night had to be something, I'm just yeah.
2: Phone, <laughs> quick little side note the phone call was nerve wracking. I got, I remember, I remember, um, uh, BA. So I, I picked up the phone when it was BA. He's like, he's like, What's up, baby? He's like, He's like. You ready to, you ready to protect Tom Brady? And I was like, oh my God. I was like <laughs> I was like I was like, not right now, but I'll get there as soon as I can. You know, but um yeah. Yeah, just playing with Tom's he's an incredible leader. Like it's it's nuts. Um but just all those guys in the huddle, you know, Mike Evans, um, you know, Gronk, A B, you know, Cam Brady. There's just so like so many guys on our team that, you know, I love I love playing with that are, you know, super nice. You're know, great competitors, great football players. It's just it's it's nuts, but just even that even this whole year, like the guys I got to be on the field with, like Drew Brees, you know, Aaron Donald, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, like just so many so many players that that you know I grew up watching, you know, I got to play play with and against.
1: Yeah, understandable, man. I will say though, was that was that a sly BA impression from you right there? Was yeah, that... that's no. <laughs> that was my BA impression. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it.
0: Oh, awesome. Uh, You know, T, it just means so much about, you know, you have such a long list. And you can talk about all the leadership skills and whatnot. Um, what would be one of your biggest strengths or something that people would say about you or that you grade yourself on? Ooh, like football-wise or just like kind of, you know, in the facility? Both. I mean, facility, kind of on the field, maybe, you know, off the field, kind of however you want to take it. I
2: think, um, ooh, you know, I think I mean I told I told I remember I told a lot of coaches this. You know, and at the combine I just said I was like, you know, I think I'm a I'm a really good guy to have in the locker room. Like I'm always I I'm always positive. You know, I just try and you know lift up others around me. And you know, I think you're getting a pretty good pretty good football player too. You know, I just go out there and and, and do my best. But yeah, locker room wise, I just try. You know, I I love hanging out with the guys. You know, I love being a part of a team. Um, that that was always you know a big thing for me at Iowa. Was like I would, you know I would do anything for my teammates. Um. And I, you know, I think I can say that, you know, say that now in the NFL, too, like I love all my teammates and um, but, you know, I just try and, you know, try and go out there and, and do the best that I can pretty much, you know, for them, because you got to be able to trust your teammates and they got to be able to trust you. So I think that's a big thing.
0: No, yeah, that's uh so cool. I mean, you are definitely the person that uplifts others. I mean, even throwing back to state track, I mean you after you were winning you know state titles, Drake titles, you'd come to your on like, "Hey, let's go, we're going for the whole thing. We'd be you know hanging out in the uh hotel rooms playing n c a back in the day like you wanna right. uplift others, and you know, I'm so happy that's stayed with you throughout all these years, absolutely. Alrighty, T. I mean, we're so I have a few more questions, you know, to take care of your time once again. Thank oh. you so much for this. Yeah, boys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, more about you. Um, coolest flex here, T. I mean, you have the fun, which I still can't do, and you're 350 pounds. You can jump out of a pool from, like, three feet. You can throw a disc over a tennis court fence. You can dunk. You can break Iowa clean records. Uh, what's your coolest flex, man?
2: <laughs> Good one. Um... I don't think I'll ever, you know, forget the the clean. That was just that whole, like, pretty much that whole week leading up to it and and just that experience itself. I remember I remember earlier that week, you know, Coach Doyle had me do, I think it was like, four, I think it was 425, and he, he just looked at me and he said, move it as fast as you can. And, um, and I remember I hit it for a double, and it's probably honestly like the fastest I've ever moved a bar, like hand cleaning. <laughs> he was recording it and he sent it to me. And he's like, he says, he's told me to watch it all week long, and uh, that's literally all I did. I probably watch, it was it was a twenty second clip. I probably watched it five hundred times before I, you know, before I did the max. And um, I just remember, you know, walking in that day and and just to, like the amount of support that I had for my teammates. You know, everyone's like, oh, what do you, you know, how much you have today? Because they knew I was going for the record. But I like 20, 20 of my teammates were like, how much you have? Like, are you gonna break it? And I was like. I was like, I had no idea how much I would, you know, have in the bar, like how much I was going to do that day. And I was just telling guys, I was like, I, I hope so. And uh, I remember being in the weight room and, uh, and I did my, my first lift, which is kind of just like a, like a warm lift. And I was like, I seen like hand clean was on the thing. And on the sheet, it said, uh, it said 430. And I'm like, Oh, that's, I was like, it just, it just wasn't what I was expecting. And then I was like, you know, I hit my two first sets. I did like, I did like, uh, 325, and I think uh, 405. And, okay. Okay. And Coach Doyle comes up, you know, or I go hand him my card to do the 430, and I hadn't put it on the I hadn't put it on the bar yet. And like, it was funny because like guys had started like trickling into the weight room like from other groups, and there was guys like we have this big a uh, uh, hallway that you like overlooks our our weight room, and there's like guys up in there. And I remember Coach Doyle like takes my card and I see him like scribble something out and he writes 450 in, and he didn't say he didn't say nothing. He just handed me back the card, and I looked down at it. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of just looked back at him and I walked back over and like now like I was you know I was loading up the bar and everything and there was a lot of people in the weight room and everything and, and I seen like the camera guy the camera crew were, like roll in and they're getting set up while I'm like loading the bar and like put my belt on and getting the chalk on everything. And uh, I'll never forget. I I remember I come. I'm walking away from putting chalk on my hands, and I I see all the like all my teammates. You know, like kind of making like a big circle around me, pretty much. And I kind of just said like I said, let's like f and go. And <laughs> the place just starts going crazy, and I like remember strapping in. The music was blasting, and uh, when I picked up the weight, like I had never done 454. I picked it up, and it felt like it felt like 225. Like it didn't.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> I, was
2: like, oh my God. I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, my adrenaline's got to be through the roof right now. And I hit, I did the first rep and it almost like, I almost like hit my chin. Cause I, it flew up way higher than I thought it was going to. I was like, Oh my gosh. And so I like, I kept rolling and I knew I needed three to break the record. And I hit four and I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do one more. And I did another one. <laughs> uh, or maybe I hit, maybe I just hit four. four, four two. I can't even remember, but
1: yeah. either way, man, <laughs> either way.
2: Yeah. And then I threw it down and I was, cause I, once I knew I broke it, I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was crazy. It was just insane. I went over and like everyone swore me. I remember somebody like smacking me on the head super hard. And like after <laughs> all the celebrating was done, I remember I was like, I was literally on the brink of passing out. Cause I, had, <laughs> I hadn't taken my belt off and I was just screaming for like five minutes, you know, jumping around. And I was like, my belt's still on. I was like, I'm literally going to pass out.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
2: and then we had to bench that day we had to max out on bench that day too that was probably my worst max out
1: bench
2: i gave it everything i had on the clean <laughs> but yeah that was a crazy day
0: yeah that video comes up you know time on time on twitter whatever social media and i always have to watch it and i always still get chills like it's just so amazing i mean you th- show that to any other well, it's the
1: emotion, man. Hard. The emotion in the teammates is obviously what makes that. Like they, yeah. I see how hyped everyone else got. Like it's just exciting, and you, I don't even have to be there. Yeah, you can't, you
2: can't replicate that. I mean, Coach Doyle said he's like it was probably as loud as in there as it was on you know a night game in Kinnick, and I wouldn't, you know, if somebody just walked it, like probably walked in the front door of the building, they could probably you know easily hear just screaming, and. I just couldn't imagine. Like, I wish we had like one of those things that, like, uh, the decibel counters were like. See how oh, loud? Yeah, they
0: do in stadiums. Yeah.
2: I would have loved to just seen like what it what it got in there because it was oh my goodness. I got goosebumps right now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, T. Um, we like to kind of end these epi- uh, these interviews with kind of more fun, lighthearted questions and stuff you typically don't get asked on a daily basis, and I know. Or if I'm wrong, I'm going to feel like a fool. I know you are a fan of The Office or watch The Office. Um, what is your favorite episode that you like to watch in The Office?
2: I literally have been thinking about this all day. <laughs> and I might give you a couple because I don't want my first one to sound kind of like cliche. But <laughs> He's like, I know that they're going to judge me on this one. When when um Dwight's getting married and Michael comes back. I mean, because that's an obvious one. Mm-hmm. That's that's up there. Um Office Christmas party when Michael gets like he's like how many he's like, you think this will get it what does he say, like twelve people drunk? And it's like twenty bottles of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> office Christmas party one and then oh, what's another one? Um Rabies, the five K race for the cure. I think that's up there too.
1: Oh, that's a good that one's a really good one.
2: Oh my gosh! There's there's just there's so many. <laughs> I I don't like when oh wh- what is it when uh, Nelly when Nellie Bertram comes. I don't like any of those episodes because I'm not a fan of her.
1: True, but still, uh, the whole episode just
0: toss them. Come on! Now. I'm,
2: I'm 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 a big I'm a big Office fan. Mickey knows this, but it's yeah. I think yeah, those would probably be my top three.
0: No, I always do you work. I'd always see it on a story here or on this or that. I'm like, okay, yeah. I know he's a big office guy and you know, I've never really dove deep into it. I know I get some hate for that cuz I'm not a big office guy, but uh I know, I know it's some hatred there, but uh yeah.
1: Now, I do got a question for you. Now, what your favorite NF
2: When I was like growing up?
0: Yeah, when you were growing up?
2: I think, I think.
1: Are we back? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Yep. Are we back? Okay. Anyway, so your favorite NFL team growing up, who was? I never had one growing up. Really? Okay. I was hoping I, I, I told you. Could... you. <laughs> I know. I was always wondering that because I was like, does playing for the Bucks like change that?
2: No. I, I... So my mom was a Steelers fan. My uncle was a Chargers fan. And I was just like, I, I didn't really, I didn't really have one. It's just, and I told all these teams that at the combine, and they're like, "Oh, good answer, good answer." I'm like, "No, I was like, seriously, I was like, seriously, I just don't." Um, I just, I, I would just watch like whoever was on, really, like, and I didn't, I didn't watch like a whole lot of. I mean, me and my mom would watch it like on Sunday nights, and but like, you know, I, I was just watching like you know the running backs and stuff, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I never, I never had a favorite team growing up.
1: Oh, that's intriguing, man. Like, that's honestly interesting to me. Cause I know, like, especially from being up there, I always met like it was like Packers, Vikings, or Bears, and it's like the ultimate rivalry up there. So like you feel like it's gotta be one or the other or something. But yeah, oh, that's cool, man. I got you.
2: Yeah, I think the closest I would have had might have been
1: like the Ravens, because my
2: mom worked oh, throw for a loop. My mom worked with a lady that um was family friends with Marshall Yanda and for my birthday one year she, uh she had gotten me a, a signed hat Marshall had signed a hat and I you know from then you know I knew this from Iowa and everything I was like oh my gosh I was like this is the best that's
1: awesome man yeah
0: no and now you get to do that for kids now and I I know you went back to the elementary school the OG stomping ground so that's really cool as well but Last, last, unless uh, Zizzy's got another question over there. But Not good, man. Brad, question, got it. Question, question for the ages: Who would win in a fight, a silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear? Like this is a huge oh debate, God. a lunch table debate.
2: I've, I've like Google, I've like Googled this and like Googled like their jaw strength and like you know. I've, <laughs> um, but when it comes down to it, like I. I might have to go with a gorilla. Like, I love gorillas, but I think if it's like, if it comes like one fight and that's it, I'm taking a gorilla. If it's like, if it's like nine out of 10, or like, you know, out of 10 or something, I don't know. But if one fight, I'm taking a gorilla.
1: <laughs> Is yes. it, it's got to it's be the better use of the thumbs. It's got to be that.
2: It has to. I mean,
0: grizzly bears are insane, but I'm taking a gorilla. <laughs> no, that's so cool that you did research, you know, research for our show. Uh, that's awesome. But, uh, you know, I am on your side, a silverback gorilla. Like, I think of Planet of the Apes. And I think that they would – he would have a strategy in his mind or he would outsmart the grizzly. Yeah. And I think the grizzly bear would, pl- you know, fight dumb and just try to overpower him. And I think the, uh, the gorilla would have maybe some technique to really take down the grizzly bear. But the jaw strength one was good. That did not come to mind.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: I'm going to th- ask you guys a question. Kong or
1: oh. – what'd you say say? kong or godzilla (sighs) i'm sorry man like i know i've watched the movie and everything and like if you want to talk about fam like i'll be the fan of kong but like godzilla's got a ray beam man like come on oh
0: no no i'm taking kong all day
1: oh come on Uh,
0: yes t i remember watching that film and it's like a 10 out of 10 cinema masterpiece but great great film I am yeah, amazing film, but I'm a Kong fan as well. like he's just so like under he is the underdog story and just oh, it's so exhilarating watching that movie, but I'm definitely a Kong. I you know, we could have some debates about that, but yeah, I mean, God <laughs> does have a laser beam that's true
1: I, I mean, I'm just saying like, I mean, it is a debate podcast, but I, I mean we could be here all night
0: true, <laughs> oh, yeah, T. Um, I know, uh, thank you, you know, for that question. It's really cool. Uh, that movie, I remember I was texting a bunch of my friends. I'm like, y'all, this movie was way too good. It was so awesome. Incredible. And, uh, yep. Definitely a con guy, um, as well. But, uh, any other questions for us?
2: Oh, uh, I think that's, that's, that's the only one I had boys.
1: Oh, uh-huh. man. Well, T, we appreciate you, man. You have no idea how awesome this is, and we're such big fans of you and obviously been so supportive of your career and happy to see you doing bigger and better things, and we hope it continues for you as well. But we appreciate you being on the podcast, man. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you, boys.
0: Yeah, T, you know, I can't thank you enough for it, you know, reaching out and still being, you know, on a good talking friend basis and hitting each other up and just congratulating you on all of your successes. I mean, from the Super Bowl, just from, you know, when we were all kids getting in trouble at the pool, like you were talking about, splashing the lifeguards was like the biggest thing and how you still can probably make the biggest splash yeah, probably in the NFL. I mean, I would take your biggest splash over any other NFL person <laughs> in the pool. We could put that debate out there, and I would definitely uh, have to have some clips to show the NFL there. But uh, oh yeah, can't thank you enough for your support of, you know, my family, of the Iowa Children's Hospital, of Iowa, Mount Vernon. And super happy to have you on the show.
1: Thanks, boys. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, yeah. Bye, and man. Zizzy's going to close us on out. Hit us. Hey, on- just
1: like always, if you're talking sports, it's just a matchup. Mickey, who is Zizzy? You'll yeah, be cutting it up. Just a couple athletic enthusiasts. You know what it is the Mickey Zizzy podcast. See you. Peace. Peace. Later.